Phone charger? Check. Laptop cord? Check. Extra battery charger? Check. To ensure everything stays charged up for your next trip, you need a checklist. If that includes your mode of transportation, check out your local Lexus dealer. There you'll experience the luxury of a Lexus electrified vehicle at the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event. But make sure it's first on your list, because this opportunity ends September 5th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. everybody it's that time again it's friday's favorite movies this week we are tackling one of maddie's favorites Mm -hmm. maddie why don't you tell us what this movie is this movie is called but i'm a cheerleader oh fun 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 so how did you first get introduced to this movie the i uh, so the uh, so this movie is from 1999 okay um and i i think it i think it like came out like on dvd or whatever in like 2000 sure makes sense um, when it used so, to take a year to go to DVD. right, right, totally. <laughs> and so this came out um, right before, if I remember correctly, this came out right before I went to college, um, and it was in my the summer of my freshman year. So the summer after my freshman year of college, um, my uh, my best friend at home, Elizabeth, she had um, she had rented it or something like that, and I, I went over and watched it with her. And I was mesmerized by it. Were you out at the time? Oh God, no. No, okay. I, I mean, I, I was like, I was like half out to a few people. Sure, sure. I mean, that was when, you know, that was when it still just wasn't cool to be gay yet. Yeah, it just yeah. was not. You know, as as this film sort of indicates, right? Um, and we'll talk about that, of course. But that was the first time that I watched it. Um, so that would have been two thousand one, I guess. Okay. And I watched it with. I remember I watched it with Kimmy and Lizzie. And we just adored it. Yeah. And, you know, of course they knew I was gay, but, you know, the rest of the world didn't. <laughs> not yet. Not, not quite yet. They weren't, they weren't ready for my, my natural heat. Your full-on gayness. My full-on flaming, just homosexuality <laughs> and, and, and all of its splendor. So why don't you tell the audience in a brief synopsis, okay. as brief as you can make it, um, just a little nugget of what this movie is about. Sure. So um, this, so remember when this came out, right? 1999. Um, and back then, you could still send your kids to gay conversion therapy. Um, and that's what this movie is about. So there, the main character is a cheerleader in high school. Her name is Megan. She's played by Natasha Lyonne. Um, and she's great in the role. She's fantastic. Um, and, uh, there's an intervention for Megan at her house one day. Like within like the first five minutes. Within the first five minutes. <laughs> um, but like, you know, right before then you see like, like you meet her boyfriend who's like the quarterback of the football team. And an awful kisser. And an awful kisser. And you meet all of her friends who of course are all like, you know, cheerleaders. And like, there's all this like really great, st- like hyper stylized, very John Waters-esque. It's very colorful. Oh yeah, it's very, very colorful. 
um, a, a lot of, uh, of of stylization with like a lot of um, with a lot of bodies. Like you know, you see all the cheerleaders; they're getting on the bus to go yeah. to the game, and you see a lot of boobs and this and that, and whatever. And you know, you see Megan sort of like trying to figure it out herself, right? And so at this intervention at her house, everyone's like, "Look, you're gay," and she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm a cheerleader. How can I be gay? There's no way I'm gay." And so then they give her all this proof, like, "Oh, you've got an Indigo Girls poster in your room." I and- believe it's um. Elizabeth or Melissa Etheridge. Oh, Melissa Etheridge. Right, yeah. right. I mean, you know, almost the same thing. Um, they might have well just like all been in a band together. <laughs> Do not um, put all lesbians in a bucket. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just putting those three. That's all. Just those three. And actually, if you think about it, Indigo Girls and Melissa Etheridge would have made a killer fucking band. Anyways, um, they yada yada yada. They they ship Megan off to True Directions. It's in the country. It's this weird Victorian house that is painted a whole bunch of crazy colors. And we meet Kathy Moriarty, who is like the headmistress of this of this weird ex-gay academy. Uh, we meet her son, Rock, who is played by Eddie Cibrian, who is yes. also absolutely fucking delicious in this movie. This and, is pre-Leanne uh, Rhymes oh, yeah, craziness. Exactly. Eddie Cibrian. We meet a number of the other students. And then we meet the head counselor, who was played, whose name is Mike, who was played by none other than RuPaul Charles. Woo! And and RuPaul is amazing in this role. I think it's one of um, one of his best in this case because this was RuPaul Charles, not not RuPaul playing it. I was um, very interested because uh, we, we you know we watched this last night to get refreshed yeah. on it, but um, he's much like thicker in this movie, like much oh, more yeah. like like built. You know, like I now mean, he's like kind of like a frail. I mean, it's it's also like it's basically twenty years ago too. So I mean, yeah. it's 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 you know it's aging and yeah. and so is RuPaul. Yeah, t- totally. I just it was interesting to see him at a different um, like stature. Stage. I guess. Yeah, 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 you know yeah what I sure. Mean? Like sure. I mean, you're just so used to like the statuesque like yeah, right, right. look of RuPaul now. Right. Yeah. So. Totally. So then, in the midst of it too, we meet we meet of course all the other campers um, and. There are both uh, boys and girls at True Directions, yeah. and um, you learn about what they do every day. And so they, they, they're basically relearning their gender roles exactly in in the most old fashioned way possible. Like, and, I think it's funny the girls like get like vacuuming lessons. Yeah, and of <laughs> course, and of course, the girls are all in pink, mm-hmm. various shades of pink, and the boys are all in various shades of blue. Yeah, um, and they go through different stages. Like like the like the first stage is like recognizing that that like they are yeah almost. That they are homosexual. And so, you know, each of them sort of like tells their story because Megan is the last to arrive at camp. The rest of them have already been there for like a week already, basically. So she has to kind of catch up. She's like, I have a boyfriend. Right, right, right. And so. That's um, my my favorite line in the entire movie. I have a boyfriend. Well, is it it, cute? No, it's when she goes, uh, the one girl goes, it's easy to be a prude when you're not into him. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Uh, I think Clea Duvall says that. Uh, We'll talk more about Clea Duvall later. Um, So yada, yada, yada. We meet all the other kids. We 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 see all their foibles at camp. We see them trying very very hard to overcome their homosexuality, although that's not really a thing. Um, and, lots and of go montages. Through, oh yeah, lots of montages. We see them going through the steps of the camp as though they're trying to make it work. And for some of them, they just simply can't um, because you can't. Yeah. And so um, there, that's that. There's. I have some issues with this movie, but I like it still. Save it, save it. We'll, yeah, I know. I will. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yada yada yada. In the course, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to cut this short right now. Um, and in the course of this, Megan meets uh, Cleo Duvall, whose name in the movie is um, Oh shoot 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 shoot. What's her on. What's her name? 
Graham. Graham. Yeah. Um, so uh, Megan meets Graham. They sort of fall in love. There are some 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 rocks along the way, but they figure it out. And in the end, they literally leave the graduation from True Directions, not graduating, but getting in the back of a pickup truck. And, only and four getting, of them. And getting, only four of them. Yeah, only four of them and getting the hell out of there. Um, so that's just cutting it short because I know we've got a lot more to talk about yeah. that we want to unpack. Um, but, you know, I, I do want to say, like, you know, and we don't. I don't want to go too far into this, but I I think it's interesting to talk about this movie right now, um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, it's the date today is October fifth, twenty eighteen. Next week will be the eleventh, which is um, which is National Coming Out Day. Um, we're also right. I think tomorrow is um, the uh, the twentieth anniversary of Matthew Shepard's death. Oh, um, and then also we are on the eve of Brett Kavanaugh being. Um, confirmed to the Supreme Court, which will be a huge blow for LGBT people amongst other communities. Um, so I think it's really interesting to talk about this film in particular right now. Um, I know for me personally, this film was really important in my gay developments, in my coming out. Um, it was an early, uh, it was a really early almost treatise on being LGBT. Um, and though it was hyper stylized, though it's very, like I said before, John Waters esque in a lot of ways, um, it really it, it was it was sort of a voice in the wilderness of there not being any really great positive movies about being gay. Yeah, you know, back then it was it was you know boys don't cry. You right, know, you know what I mean? Like, so my stories that I had to adhere to were either like stories where we got beat up, where we got killed. Or like, you know, something else like very dire. This was something about gay people going through something that was pretty difficult to get through and ending up in love and ending up in goodness and ending up happy. And so it was a happy ending that I think a lot of us in that generation really needed. You know, like today, kids have Love, Simon, you know, Mm -hmm. and Love, Simon is the movie that I wish I had when I was a teenager. We didn't have it. So I I don't know I I think it was it was really important for me. What yeah. do you think? Um, no, I I like this movie. Um, I think if you saw it at the right age and at the right time, it probably holds a more special place in your heart than maybe for someone like me that saw it. When did you first see it? Um, it was probably only like ten years ago. Okay, so the wait that would have been like two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I really like this movie. I think it's I think it's campy. I think it's fun. Um, I, I have some problems with the ending because literally they have a moment where there could be this really beautiful moment where she walks up with a cheerleader outfit and she's going to take Cleo Duvall away. And pretty much she just like runs away. Like she doesn't stand up for herself in the end. It's, it's Cleo Duvall that has to make the decision to Mm. go and to go to her. And, you know, we have seven or so campers that do quote unquote graduate from this camp. And I have a big problem with that. You know, I thought I, like I said, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. I could not remember a, exactly how it ended um i was kind of hoping for like this john waters massive orgy yeah, like everyone right, finally right, right. gives into their like sexual frustrations like rupaul finally so goes after eddie cibrian yeah like, and, and also you're saying that you want to see kit pardue and eddie cibrian have sex yeah absolutely yeah, well, or, just so like, or just like make out or like no, I get it, I you get know it. what i mean like just be like i i get what the movie is trying to do 
I'm not sure if it's entirely successful when you really break it down. I still think it's really fun. Um, and I do you think, think do you think it's successful like in context of the time that it, yeah, that it's a absolutely. Place? So no. I mean, like like in a modern, well, not modern. Like, what's the word even used? Contemporary, like in a 2018 context, it might not be successful, but for a 2000 context, I don't know. I I, I can't speak to that because I was in high school in 1999. Yeah, so like, yeah. um, it, it's that's the only like problem that I really have. I think the rest of the movie is really fun. I think the dialogue's really witty. I think Clea Duvall needs to shampoo her hair because it's constantly so greasy. Oh my God. I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know how she gets it that greasy, but I mean like also like, that's kind of Clea Duvall. Yeah. Every, every movie. movie like, like, come on. Yeah. Um, what, what was, your, who was your favorite camper? Um, I kind of like the goth girl that like constantly, oh, like constantly has to like shock Sinead. herself. I like pain. <laughs> yeah. I'm a homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like identify with her, but what I did want to say is, and what I really like about this movie yeah, yeah, and yeah, what sure. make, and really what makes it different for me is that this is a lesbian story. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we as gay men have really a lot of movies to look to. Especially as gay white men. And until the last like five or so years when you're getting movies movies with the lesbian characters and lesbian mm-hmm. stories there wasn't that many yeah, you know sure. it was mostly like like the one i think of is broken hearts club right, like that was right. the movie that i identified with because it was all about like a group of yeah, like, young right. gay guys yeah so that's like the only thing that I, I think there's some problems but i do appreciate the message that they're putting yeah, out there sure. i i love how stylized it is yeah. I, I love how everything is like the boys wear all blue the girls wear all pink it's just like, like it's just hilarious yeah it, there's a lot of great stuff in here, yeah. including Eddie Cibrian. <laughs> yeah, my God, yeah. Um, but well, um, and, you know, and plus too, like I mean, on, on on the periphery, there are some really great actors in this movie. Oh yeah, you've got oh. you've got Mink Stoll, you've got Bud Quartz, you've got Kathy Moriarty. I mean, the the list really goes on. It's it's and you know, back to that John my, Waters esque kind of thing. My favorite good actor, actors. one of my favorite favorite actresses in this movie, Who? Melanie Linsky. Wait, wait, who does she play? She plays the Australian... Oh, um, um, what's the Australian uh, girl's name? Uh, Hillary. Hillary. I mean, and, and she's so, so good Well, and that's that's another thing, is that... But you know, like, whatever. Some of the characters are very well-rounded. They get lots of story. Yeah, And sure. then some characters, they're just kind of there. And Hillary's one of the ones that's just kind like of Rufio, there. Like Rufio, for example? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that Hillary... For some reason in my head, I was like, does Hillary ever, like, make out with the headmistress? Like, does this ever happen? No. Like, no, no, no. In my head, I was asking that. Like, because there's, like, a love that they have for each other that I don't know if you picked up on, but yeah, she's always using her as the example. She's always yeah. using her. Like they all got there around the same time. Right, so exactly. like, yeah. it's just interesting to me that nothing ever no, came you know, I of didn't, that. But... Actually, I didn't really, I've never thought about that. And someone on Twitter today, an interesting um, aspect. I, I apologize for not remembering your name, but um, she was talking to me about, but I'm a cheerleader because yeah. we posted that we were going to do it tonight. Sure. And um, she had said that, there were two versions of this movie mm. and that she had had a different version that had more overtly like sexual scenes in it. Really? So I don't know if that exists. I don't know if, we'll you know, have to look more into that. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's, if that's true, I, I would, I would love to see that version. But yeah. I, I like that. This is a lesbian story. There are also, there's, I mean, there's many nuggets about this film um, that I, that I really love. There's another nugget that a lot of people might not know about, um, and it's in the soundtrack. There's a lesbian band in the soundtrack called Tattletale. Okay. Tattletale um, is is no more, as far as I know. Um, but they have a couple of songs in the movie. 
Um, and one of the songs is um, uh, uh, "Are You Still Breathing," which you 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 hear it at the end. You hear it. You hear the melody throughout it too. It's a beautiful song. And then they have another one in the movie too that I can't remember the name of right now, but whatever. Um, finding Tattletale anywhere, a recording of it, it's really hard. Is not only hard; it's actually next to impossible. Huh. I happen to have both of the tracks because I got them when I was in college off of like Audio Galaxy or whatever those things, Napster, yeah. whatever those things were called, LimeWire, LimeWire. <laughs> so I actually do have those those two recordings but you cannot get a cd of it you can't get a tape That's of it so interesting. you can't get it on spotify it is literally nowhere i remember huh. once on amazon i did find like like some crazy recording yeah but it was like four hundred dollars oh, and i God. was like I'm, I'm not ordering that yeah i'm not you know i'm not an not idiot, an idiot. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so um so your favorite camper was Hillary? You yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I like Hillary, but I like the goth girl the most. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinead, Sinead. Sinead, yeah. My favorite camper is Andre because Andre is just so ridiculous. Which one is he? Andre is when when he introduces himself. He goes, Andre, actor, dancer, homosexual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him so much. And we're forget- and he- we're forgetting the whole part where they go, um, they like sneak off the camp oh, and they yeah. go to the the gay bar, which I was like. Oh my god, what's, that is what's what's the gay bar called? Cocksucker. The cocksucker. <laughs> and and it is It is the gay bar. Yeah, it's it's every small town gay bar yeah. that I've ever been to. It's it it reminded me of the one that we had because I, I grew up in Hobart, Indiana, which is not far from Chicago. We did not have a gay bar in Hobart, but we had a gay bar in Lake Station, oh. which was right next door. Lake Station. Which we affectionately call Snake Nation. <laughs> um so in Snake Nation, right next to the police station of all things um we had our little hometown gay bar what was it called um it was called oh my god now that i'm come back it, to you? it just it just left me it used to be called the station house and then it was called in something it's okay whatever we had a very similar situation in grand rapids yeah. where um we had a couple of gay bars but the one that we would you know frequent if yeah. you will was a uh, diversions Div- it's always a name like it's, that it's always like one bars. word diversions yeah um uh, the other one in our town was called rumors oh my god um and then we had the apartment and pub 43 so we had four total oh my which god. was actually pretty good for yeah. like west michigan now tragically there are only two left wow um because one the building got condemned oh my god <laughs> and the other one um so diversions interesting little side story they were in the basement of a government building huh. so the I mean, gov- I guess like, safe, safest place you can be they I guess. didn't like like the government building did not like that they were in that space yeah and as soon as their lease was up they were like sorry we're not renewing your lease we're Whatever. kicking you out Fuck so you. there's been rumors over the you know over the years that they'll relocate but it's never happened that so sucks. i think it's over for the diversion days. when i went to college in bloomington indiana we had two gay bars um one was called uh Bullwinkles. Um, which was also in a basement and also had a, had a, had a deck. It was it was legendary. Um, it is no more. It is now called the Back Door, um, which uh, is is a cute little gay bar for Bloomington. I think it's a hilarious name. It's it's pretty funny and it's actually pretty spacious inside. Good for you, Back Door. We I've love been you. there. Yeah, you've been there. It's fun. Um, and then the other one that we had, which was glorious, was called Uncle Elizabeth's. Mm-hmm. Uncle, we called it Uncle E's. And Uncle E's uh, was in a double-wide trailer. Oh, we have one of those in Traverse City. Oh, yeah. It's and affectionately called uh, Side Tracks. Side and not, not with an X, but with a CKS. Of course. So, that, it's because it, that's the, hilarious. And the reason it was, it, and it literally was, 
it's a double wide. Yeah. I've, I've taken Michael there. Um, and um, the reason they call it side tracks is because it's beside the railroad tracks. Yeah, sure, <laughs> so, sure. Oh, my God. Not very inventive, Hilarious. but whatever. Yeah, Uncle Lee's eventually moved out of its double wide trailer to like a, a sort of like a storefront. It's like, like a strip like, mall. Like a strip mall kind of thing. We went there once, and it was not the same. But anyway, so back to But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, so But I'm a Cheerleader, you know, like I was saying before, I think it's a, an, an important time to talk about this now. Yeah. Um, and I think what, you know, I, I really thought about this a lot today because it's been, a, it's been a pretty stressful day politically, I think, for everyone in this country, um, really no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Um, but what I really thought about today was, man, is that what we're going to head back to eventually? Is this, is this what we're backtracking to? I don't think it'll go back that far. I think we have way too many allies now. Well, I, you know, I hope so. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, with, with the Supreme Court going the way that it is, I think that the, the potential damage there for LGBT people, for women, for people of color, you know, all of a sudden, it, for all, you know, all of a sudden it's starting to take us back to, you know, some, some, some bad places. Yeah. So one other thing that I think that I had a little bit of an issue with is uh, the beginning of the movie, because they, they kind of rush into it a little bit. Like, they don't really give you a lot of time to learn about her life or learn about, like, her friends or, yeah, like... They, they really try to condense it, like, I think. But I think that makes it feel like a longer movie than it is, because once you get to the house to... What is it? New Transitions? New... True, uh, true Directions. True Directions. <laughs> Same thing. Um, uh, they... It just feels like you're there for a really long time. Wait, wait. You mean when, when you're at the house? Yeah. I just feel... I, I feel like oh, we could have got that. a little bit more character development with her yeah. uh, in the beginning and kind of her relationship with her parents and like... I, I think this is one of Jamie Babbitt's... You know, I, I can't really tell you what else she's done, but she, she co-wrote the movie and she directed. I I don't think she probably did a whole lot before this. Okay. And, you know, and I think too, like, you know, I think, I think any director, when you, when you're really hyper stylizing your movie, I think you're going to run the risk of, of not doing a whole lot of character development. Yeah. Because, because I mean, you're really focused on visual. These are for the most part caricatures. Yeah. Well, with, and without a doubt. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely like more well-rounded people. But. I, I think that's part of the brilliance <laughs> of the movie too, is, is when it, because when it's not a caricature, like like when you see very tender moments, like yeah. like for example, when the um, when when RuPaul Charles Mike is taking the boys through like the like like get manly kind of stuff, yeah, and they're like they're like playing football, and none of them knows what to do, and they're like you know playing like guns and like like you know army stuff, like none of them knows what to do, and there's this one really tender moment where like it the camera kind of zooms in and behind like one of these weird cutouts in the grass you see like like two of the boys holding hands. Yeah. And so like, you know, so what what's what's cool about that is that it's so simple. Yeah, there's tender but, like, moments. In, in yeah. like in the height of that stylization, she pops in this total simplicity. Yeah. And like that's what makes you catch it more than anything. Yeah. You know, is that just like that that beautiful little simple moment. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. It, it's just um I don't know. I think I was hoping for some more story, you know? Because yeah. there's not there's not a ton of story. We we get like very small snippets with the parents. We don't really know like what we know the um, conditions for some of the kids with yeah. their parents, but we don't really get to know like why these kids are there. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just think. Um, I mean, I, I think the basis is that they're just their parents. Yeah, I mean, gay. I'm definitely stretching. Like, I'm looking for more than what needs to be there. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess just like. <sighs> I, I just want gay movie, like, quote-unquote, like, gay movies to be just as good as regular movies. And I think sometimes mm. we get 
more um, cheap movies. Do you think this one was cheap? I mean, it's 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 definitely got like a straight to DVD type quality about huh. it. Interesting. I didn't see it in the theater, so I can't really say. I but... mean, yeah, either did I. I, I. I don't. I don't think it's cheap. I, I think that it's. I'm not, I guess I don't mean cheap, but just like um, under. I don't know, underproduced maybe. Huh. But I, I think this is a really specific kind of movie. You know, it's it's not it's not a you know it's not a Moonlight. It's not yeah. it's not a Love Simon. It's not a nor nor do I call, expect call it by to your be. name. Yeah. I mean, but this is this is something that was um, I think a response to things that were going on at the time. Yeah, sure. And um, you know, and and a, I mean, it's 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 almost hard to believe. It's hard to remember people going to gay conversion therapy yeah because, that'd be, you know in, in a lot of the country it's, it's been gone for a while um but it, but it, but it did happen mm-hmm. and so you know i i can't remember jamie babbitt's story with with making the film i'm sure that she probably had some experiences with it yeah you know maybe not personally but she knew people or, or you know whatever well, I'm sure in the mid '90s, and if you didn't live in a major metropolitan area, you yeah. probably either knew someone or knew of someone. Right, right. You know, I, I, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's almost like a response, it's a reaction against those things, against such darkness, against such, um, I don't know, pain to, to produce something that, that is, that is really full of color, that is really full of like, you know, wildness, that is full of like the, like. The, the you know Larry and Lloyd Morgan Gordons and 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 with yeah. and with RuPaul Charles I guess know, I just it, uh, I, I it kept um I think I think what I'm trying to get to is that it kept wavering between being a slapsticky movie and being like a heartfelt movie and mm. I couldn't quite get either one there you know what I mean yeah so maybe that's kind of where I'm that makes sense I mean I, I think I think I like hovering in 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 the middle there that's fine you know I, I think that's I think that might be a, a big part of maybe why I liked it but yeah I think. You know, if I think if you haven't seen it yet, I think that you should. And I think if you're LGBT, I think you especially should. Um, and this I is, think this... that you should, you know, have a you know have a think about watch it now, but then also like think like what was it like in 2000 or 1999? What was that like for me then? Mm-hmm. You know, where try to put yourself back there and think about what it was for you. Yeah, totally. Um, anything else that you want to talk about with But I'm a Cheerleader? I love Kit Pardue. <laughs> Still love Kit Pardue. Um, I think he reaches his peak sexiness in the Rules of Attraction, but that's I know, just me. I know. Oh, and oh, one more thing about Rules of Attraction. Joel McKaylee, who's also in, in this movie and also named oh, Joel. Oh, there's, there's tons of people yeah, in this movie. Also in Rules of Attraction. So that Michelle was, Williams. Michelle Williams, of course, yeah. So lots of little... Lots of little pieces. Yeah. A lot of there. like a late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. like day players. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie, you, you can rent it. I know if you have a thing called Pluto TV, it's also free on there right now. I've never heard of that um, thing. I have I it. couldn't it's find a, it. It's a, it's a thing when I canceled cable once. I was like, oh, here's a TV alternative. And I use it a few times. But yeah. anyways, it's on there. Um, and of course, you can still buy the DVD in some places like Amazon or whatever. Okay, Maddie, before this episode, Mm -hmm. uh, we discussed introducing a little segment in these episodes where we call out some of our favorite podcasts. Mm. Um, And I figured that we do one an episode, and whoever is the one um, bringing the movie to the table will also bring a podcast to the table. And then we'll play their promo and pimp them up a little bit because um, with indie podcasting, it's really important that we support each other and... um, that we just continue to support and help each other out. Well, and also let people know about other great podcasts that they might not have heard of yet. 
Um, and uh, the podcast we're going to talk about right now is called VD Clinic. VD Clinic is Vanessa McEnery and Darren Wilson. Um, they are both wonderful people and and great supporters of ours, really good friends. Um, we've done episodes with them before. Mm-hmm. They are they're really fantastic people. Uh, VD Clinic uh, pairs a book with a movie. Um, so we'll be doing one with them actually fairly soon. Yeah, um, next which, week. Which up oh, next week. Anyways, they're, they're great people. They've been podcasting for a long time. They know their shit. Um, so VD Clinic, look it up, subscribe, they listen to it, also, and like and review. They are also on Legion. And they're also proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, just like us. So right now, we're going to go ahead and play their promo, and I think that will play us out. That'll play us out. All right. So And just a reminder, too, for us, if you have not followed us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, please do that. And as always, like, share, and review. That would be awesome. Yay. All right. So that'll take us out. Get ready to hear the promo for VD Clinic. Bye, folks. Are you sick of the same old stale podcast? Well, then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room, where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on Apple Podcasts and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Join them on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash VD Clinic Pod. Or email them at VD Clinic Pod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. And still, they just might be a little contagious. See a doctor.